welcome to our podcast Beyond Bubble Baths and Affirmations. My name is Karen and I'm Joanne and you will probably know us better as the Neurosculptor and the Brain Geek. After several years as working as a mental health therapist it became apparent to me that trauma aside the one big thing standing in our way of living a life full of peace and happiness is that we simply do not know how to love ourselves. And the sad truth is we've never been taught how to. Now, Joanne, I know that you will agree with me when I say that our own personal quest has taken and actually it continues to take unwavering commitment, courage and patience. Yes, Karen, I completely agree. And I think that's basically why we are so passionate about this podcast, because we believe that when you know how to fill your own cup up with self-love, you have so much more to share with others. And we will be sharing with you our own life lessons, expert knowledge in the field of neuroscience and spirituality, and we will invite other amazing teachers in the field of wellness to join us and share their nuggets of wisdom. So with this podcast, we hope to reach as many of you as possible and show you how to access the serene power of love, which is available within each and every one of us. Beyond Bubble Baths and Affirmations is our love offering to you. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to our third episode of Beyond Bubble Baths and Affirmations. I'm Joanne. And I'm Karen. And we have with us a very special guest um, who is called Fiona Bell. Now, Fiona is our, well, actually, Fiona, what would I um, introduce you as? What is your job title? I suppose I call myself a dream worker. Dream worker. Now, I met Fiona. um, Actually, I seen you had a workshop on Facebook, Fiona. That's where I find you. And it just sounded really fascinating to me um, because, I mean, I would really vividly remember my dreams. I dream lots. And, you know, I've had a few experiences throughout my life where friends, close friends have had really meaningful dreams and things have happened then um, because of those dreams that Mm. we've interpreted, you know. And um, so, yeah, basically we went to um, and attended Fiona's workshop, which just blew my mind it was amazing and actually mm-hmm. a few of the tips that you give in your workshop I have um, embodied into my own dreaming world and All I've right. had amazing results I'm excited to share that with you um, and so yeah um, basically we were so excited to get you on this podcast because I know that our dreamers like everybody is saying throughout lockdown their dreams are wild yes and do you want to we'll start off by just asking you, first of all, Fiona, what is a dream? Well, you know, I just want to say, first of all, thanks so much for inviting me here and just giving oh, me the so opportunity. Excited. Yeah, to talk about dreams. And like I was listening to your podcast earlier and just this whole idea about not really knowing how to really fully love ourselves just mm-hmm. so resonate with me because that's like right at the core of dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, so you talk about like, what is a dream? Uh, for me, it's like some kind of, um, well, it's, dreams are so mysterious. Like they've been with us for eons and people are like researching them right across the, the globe. So there's lots and lots of different theories. For me, it's like a really transpersonal approach. So for me, dreams are like soul messages, mm-hmm. like they're messages from ourselves to ourselves about ourselves. Yeah. 
and dreams really usher us into wholeness, into living a full uh, potential to like ushering us towards like uh, really encouraging us to become as expansive and whole um, as where life purpose is, is, is intended to be. Um, I often say to people, you know, imagine a friend, like imagine your best, best friend, somebody who knows you absolutely intimately, somebody who loves you from your very core, who's always got like your best interests, who cheers you on, somebody who knows you better than you know yourself, mm-hmm. somebody who sees all your potentials and stuff, somebody who's so intuitive that just that you always trust their guidance. They seem to know things that you don't know, you know, psychic in a way, and that's dreams. So like we all have this inner friend, that's why I call it like soul, like a soul friend. We all have this available to us to really like guide us in our lives, to show us things like fresh and new about ourselves, to really um, help us know ourselves better and to really, uh, for me, it's really to connect with the immensity of who we are, Wow! you know, so that we can really get to really accept ourselves, really love ourselves, really experience the wholeness of our being and our potential. Yeah. Oh, so, I love that. Uh-huh. And what, you know, what can we do, Fiona, to um, access our dreams more clearly? You know, the way, you know, I wake up every morning I wake up, the first thing I say to my partner is, what did you dream? And <laughs> some nights you remember your, some mornings you remember your dream and some mornings you don't. Is there any way in which we can ensure we can access those dreams and the messages that they're trying to give us? Yeah. Um, or is it just potluck? No, it's a good question, Karen. And lots of people, because some people say to me, you know, well, I don't dream, but actually we all dream. And we all dream usually about five to seven dreams a night. Um, it's just that we don't remember them. Uh-huh. So sometimes a really good tip and a really good starter tip that I recommend everybody to do is just is start with a, a journal and start with intention. Like intention is powerful. Mm-hmm. So if we really want to explore our psyche and want to explore like our dreams and we're, we're open to listening to them, then I recommend people just have like a, a book, maybe a dedicate for dreams just before you go to bed that night, maybe just write at the top of the page, like tonight I will remember my dreams. So you mm-hmm. set like an intention that I'm I'm interested and I want to hear yeah. and I want to know um, and I want to remember. Um, and when you like wake up, even if you're just like remembering tiny fragments or a word or a feeling or something, that's all really valuable. Yeah. So honor that and just keep recording it. Mm-hmm. You know, if the first couple of nights... Um, because it's a practice, like it's a skill, it's almost mm-hmm. like a, a muscle. Um, so if you're not remembering for the first couple of nights, um, just still write in your ger- dream journal, like how you woke up feeling, for example, just a sentence, maybe you don't remember, but I woke up feeling like this. Mm-hmm. And the psyche is just, it's almost like this really uh, loving friend who's just waiting for us. So dreams are just waiting for us to pay attention. So like, if, you know, for most people, vast majority, I don't think I've met a person who, who has still had problems with recall, but for most of us, when we start really paying sincere attention and want to hear, uh, dreams will start coming and we'll start remembering. And then yeah. over time, you'll remember more 
and more and more dreams. Dreams will start commenting on other dreams, you know, etc. So you can really build it up. And when you're recording dreams, I always encourage people just to write down as much as you remember, present tense. So you're writing it as if the dream's happening right now. And that allows you to, to stay in that dream space a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it helps recall uh, better. Um, and also then just make a note of your feelings and emotions because they're a really important part of like understanding the dream or connecting them with, with your own wisdom. So just make a note of the feelings as well. Yeah. If there have been big things that have happened you know, in, in the day or the previous day, just make like a sentence on that. I just call that like a wee reality check, you know, mm-hmm. what's been going on in my life because dreams are intimately connected with life. So you'll mm-hmm. find that they start commenting. And if you can, if you've got that little track as well, the day-to-day track, it helps you to start look at themes and stuff over time you know? uh, and can you be practice. can you be more specific with that intention at night before you go to bed in that you can go to sleep as let's say you have a problem that you want some higher level of consciousness to move through it can you set that intention and go tonight I'm going to sleep and I I would like to have yeah, some under deeper understanding and help with regards to this. Can you direct? Yes, you your... can. That's another great question, Karen. So it's actually called dream incubation. Oh, so yeah. So and this has been going on for like uh, times, you know, nearly uh, eons and eons of times. Like in Greek times, uh, the Greeks used to actually build dream temples for dream incubation. Oh. So Asclepius, like the god of medicine. Um, was like connected to these temples and people used to like take pilgrimage, travel for big distances to come to these dream temples. They would dream with specific intention. So in those temples, it was looking for healing information, maybe diagnosis, maybe cure. They dream in the morning, they'd share their dream with like the priests in the temples um, and they'd look at then remedies or, you know, health benefits. So it's called dream incubation. And I always encourage people, um, whether it's like problem solving, whether it's like to enhance your creativity. Mm-hmm. Some people will look at it to, like I've known people to enhance energy levels. So you invite like a particular green dream. Wow. Some people are looking for like uh, transpersonal experiences, you know, connections with consciousness, mm-hmm. you know, connections with animal spirits or guides. You, you can set the intention. So the intention is really uh, critical, uh, you know, and I always recommend people um to do maybe on that day before bedtime just like try and minimize any like stimuli so any like stuff that you're reading or anything that you're like digital technology or um any visuals and stuff that are highly stimulating just try and like dampen that down cool that down for for the night before you go to bed and then a just take some downtime or some relaxation time or some meditation time and just before you go to sleep just like almost review the day. Like this is a, a tip that I've learned from Ed Kellogg, who's, who's one of the, like the big dream enthusiastics from the uh, International Association of Study of Dreams. So he's taught me this and it's really effective. It's also good for inducing sleep. Um, but just review the day. So imagine the day unfolding as if you're watching a video. So you go through each moment from you woke, like through your day, you go through and any point where you meet like a little emotional point, just stay, just have the attention there until that emotion like neutralizes mm-hmm. then move to the next so you so it's like having your day um unfold and that's a way of neutralizing like the emotional residue 
So then you're priming yourself for a very clear dream of intent, you know, specific to your intention. Write your question. Now, your question has to be very specific. So because dreams tend to answer the question. So if you want to see something, you'll see it. If you want to hear something, you're more likely to hear it. So be very specific in your question. Write it down in your journal and then just note your dream. Honor it. Uh, You dream the next day. Sometimes people might think, oh, that dream doesn't answer my incubation question. Um, And then you'll work with the dream because I work with dream groups across the world, you know, for myself Mm. personally. And so we do incubations regularly. But no, no, you look at the dream, you know, and all of us look at the dream and then you realize, actually, this dream is very, very clever. Knows far more than me. It's actually very helpful in guiding me in that particular question. So it's a great question, Karen. Wow. And you know, what's so interesting, Joanne, you'll probably find this interesting as well. You're saying, you know, if you um, go review your day, take that time to review your day and where you find any highly emotional moments or emotional Mm. content that you sit with that and neutralize that. And that's what we're doing with Havening. Um, you know, yes. as we sit with these emotions, we're not forcing yes. them. There's no, no interruption. It's just you're yes. with it and you let it come through. And what I always say to my clients is, you know, be prepared that your dreams might start to change and shift. That is right. Yes. And that that was a big change for me in my journey as I embraced Haven in my everyday life you know, dreams that I had got trapped in year after year after year, replaying the same scenarios, the same people, the same, you know, difficulties, they all resolved after I started to heal my emotions with Havening. So Havening would be a really good addition to dream work, actually. It's fantastic. I'm interested and it's like Havening in a way it's somatic experiencing. So I'm training in somatic experiencing as well at the minute. So it's like this you know, regulation of the nervous system. But yes, once we start doing this in our healing work, kind of within ourselves, our dreams start to respond. And then instead of that locked energy or that stuck energy, it's moving and our dreams start to move. That's why it's so fantastic to keep um, journals, dream journals over over time. Because you really can track like your own progress. It's actually very good, very affirming, you know, Mm -hmm. on on the life path because you start to see, like you recognized, Mm -hmm. I'm no longer behaving in those situations in my dreams and if you look at your life your life will also show that that you're probably no longer getting stuck or getting in those same patterns that you were oh I'm so excited I was so trapped in my dreams that's how it felt and now that now the situation still might present itself however my response to that dream is an one of empowerment where I'm liberated and freed isn't that wonderful yeah yeah I always find any time like I take a bit of time to work with my own dreams and I work like myself, but I work with like a small group as well, like like a global group for myself, like across the world. So we work like on our our dreams intensively. But I always find when I dedicate a bit of time to my dreams, I always feel better for it. I always feel more whole. I always feel more courageous. I always feel more confident, more empowered, you know, more able to take those steps in life. Like dreams don't do the living for us. You know, they guide us, but we still have to, you know, take those actions, like step into that fear and, you know, do the things, stretch ourselves a little bit. Um, but dreams encourage us and just show what's possible. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Fiona, can, you, um, can you just talk to us a wee bit about your healing work through dreams? Like I know you're, you're tipping on it there, but I wonder if you could give our listeners a wee example of anything that um, just to show them how that would work, really work for them. Yeah. 
I think like dream work is just like innately healing. So mm. it it's almost like in in every dream, um, you'll find like you know no matter how disturbing, how stressful, you know how upsetting a dream is, how scary a dream is, or bewildering, there'll be elements in that dream that also are the as- aspects of the complete and whole you. That's so, so yeah. Yeah, I so there's remember in talking to you about visitation dreams in the uh, work. And funny, I experienced one after my grandmother lived with me my whole life practically. And um she, whenever she passed, she had been living in a, a nursing home at the time. And I mm. really had never felt that closure of getting to say goodbye or anything. Mm. I remember like about a week or so afterwards having a really vivid dream of mm. her appearing and being like you know, I'm just here to say goodbye and everything. And I was like, it was the most surreal. And it really stood out in my memory. You know, I've never forgotten it. Mm. That was an opportunity for me to fulfill that energy cycle and to release that, um, you know, that grief. Yeah, that gives me goosebumps, Joanne, you know, and that's a beautiful, beautiful, like, experience, you know, for, for, for you to have, you know, and yes, this is like visitation dreams and mm. lots of people recount these, you know, and it's just like, uh, you know, we can have dreams where we've we've dreamed of like uh, people who've passed over, but maybe the dream will be symbolic. But then you get dreams where it actually feels like the spirit has come and there's there, it, it's 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 very noticeable and distinct in the like the vividness of the dream and the feeling tone to the dream. Like people know that that was real you know and you have that feeling or quality of something it's given like a reassurance or it's helped to heal in some way like this closure that you received after that it's a beautiful beautiful example yeah lovely and, and then what what we also find is that some people are tortured with night terrors yes and i know that personally I've had to work with night terrors as you know people have been traumatized by the night terror now I would suspect that that night terror has been there because of there's some unresolved trauma within the system there in the first place that's that's ignited in that state that that you know sleep state what what would you say about night terrors and what anyone you know if our listeners are suffering from them what they can do about that Fiona there's different kind of types. So you can have like the nightmare, you know, mm-hmm. and the night terror, which is like, you know, a wee bit distinct, you know, for people who have like the nightmare experience where they're really scared and there's a dream that's coming and coming and coming. Um, often these dreams will be like people chasing them or being chased by strange like creatures or animals and stuff. Often those dreams are actually like a part of self. So that might be like an inner it might be like a reflection of some like inner process or like inner integration that's seeking itself. So it can be like often those would be examples of like uh, people being afraid of their own power, for example. So it depends in that particular dream. If a person felt like strong enough or able enough and not overwhelmed to uh, in the waking life, you can do it with a friend, have, get yourself in a very safe place. Imagine yourself surrounded like in a global flight. You might ask for, like, imagine some kind of guide in to support you. And then you could, in your imagination, start uh, to, like, face that nightmare. So mm-hmm. I don't advise this if if the thought of that is so overwhelming. 
because that's maybe traumatic dream mm-hmm. um, and I would say that you're, you you would need to like be with the safety and stuff of a therapist for that to make sure that there's no big like activation with that and mm-hmm. um, but for the people that have like the nightmares where it's really scary and you can have these dreams over and over and over again you can start just in the very safety of day and just turn around and maybe you look at whatever it is that's scaring you in the dream and asking what is it you need you know what are you seeking uh how can i help you and often you'll find the aspect of the dream then that's really scaring you is a part of yourself that's Mm -hmm. seeking you and often at instance you can start to really connect and integrate with some kind of often like a power of yourself or a power within yourself or you know these these emotions that we have within ourselves like we judge things in this society so like we judge anger for example you know mm-hmm. anger is not good so mm-hmm. sometimes it can be an expression of anger which is also very healthy you know but once we start to like embrace this or integrate it um it can really help to connect us uh, create wholeness within us um you can also do this just like uh, journaling so again just in the in the daytime after the dream just imagine a dialogue so you you just you, you you know write yourself your own name down and maybe there's a you know a creature in the dream so you could give it a voice as well so you might ask it what are you doing in my dream why are you scaring me like this and then let the creature for example if it's a creature have a voice and it speaks back and then you can say but there's no need for you to be doing this you know you terrify me and it might say well this is the only way I get your attention you're always like running away from me and blah 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 and then you read over it again so you try and not censor mm-hmm. it and you start to get insights you know mm-hmm. you think right 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 this is like something that's actually very healing and essential to me that I've disowned in my life you know mm-hmm. that I pushed away so that's a good example for the nightmare you know those night terrors where you know like we have like traumatic material in our life and say if there's something that's 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 like a big traumatic like maybe flashback and stuff do that in the safety yeah do that safely with somebody but that you can also work very in a very very healing way with like post-traumatic uh like intrusions and dreams and stuff but just that needs to be kept really held really safely and stuff for you yeah 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 it's so interesting isn't it you know like and it's like what you were saying earlier, Fiona, like we have so much power to, you know, communicate with our dreams. Like I've watched, um, is it The Mind Explained on Netflix? Has anybody seen that? No, I don't think, know that. I could have made that up, but I think it was called The Mind Explained. And basically the funny, um, it was all about dreams, actually. Mm. What to do, we would have researched for um, our chat and... There was a, a lady in it who was explaining that she um, practices lucid dreaming. Yeah. So what she does is she tricks herself. Well, kind of has just embodied asking throughout the day, like, oh, am I dreaming now or am mm-hmm. I not? She said the more likely you are to question your, you know, am I dreaming at the moment, the more likely you're to do that in the middle of your dream. That's and right. once you figure that out, then you can... Um, you know take that power and can you just for our listeners explain what is lucid dreaming yeah well i have found that uh, like in the in the, that in the local workshops that i've had the number of people who are natural lucid dreamers here has mm-hmm. blown me away because there are people around the world that actually try and actively cultivate this skill so to to define lucid dreaming that's when you're dreaming but you realize you're dreaming mm-hmm. so you're aware 
that you're dreaming while you're in the dream. And you can be lucid to different states. Like you can be semi-lucid where, you know, there's parts of time that you, you think you're, you're, uh, you're dreaming, but maybe you can't control the elements. Or if I decide to jump out that window, you know, I can't do that. So that's like maybe semi-lucid right up to like hyper, hyper lucid, lucid states. So there, it's like a powerful tool that you can use for all sorts like for creativity for like spiritual development for problem solving for rehearsing in life like the buddhists would have pursued lucid dreaming and beyond as a spiritual practice so like dream yoga would have been a practice where they cultivate really becoming very lucid in the dream state not only just to experience the imagery and the symbolism and play about with the dream but they would try and transcend that to go into like clear light and stuff then and their idea was because you can start practicing in this life to be so conscious that you're conscious and your passover that when you're passing over to the next state that you're really conscious so for them it's a practice of consciousness so lots of people use like lucid dreaming for fun you know like playing so if anyone's are flying so if anyone's had a dream of flying it's quite likely that it was a lucid dream um but you can get you can start melding like those specific questions that you were talking about, Karen, yeah. you know, the dream incubation. Yeah. So if you're puzzled by something in life or you, you, you've you got a problem or you want like, a you know, some creative ideas for something that you're working on or you want healing in your life, you know, or you want to like help some relationships that are very conflicted, you can start to like really build the lucidity in the dream. So uh, that very good practice is just during the day, always check. You know, it might be like, am I dreaming? Mm. And have the expectation that you are dreaming. Some people have like uh, things like they try and press their hand through their hand, you know, yeah. and uh, in the dream, like a reality check. So if it goes through the hand and I'm dreaming, some people like hold their nose and breathe during the day. So you start like creating these practices for reality checks yeah. um, mm -hmm. when you're in the dream. Um, and then when you're in the lucid dream, you just like, keep your don't keep your eyes moving because you know it's just like uh there's something about like eye movement and stuff you can lose the dream so don't keep your eye fixed on any one thing but you, you can call out to the dream world to enhance your lucidity so you can call out lucidity or like give me greater conscious like awareness in the dream you, yeah, so you can... i remember fiona that you had said all this right and all right I, <laughs> and I was like right i'm gonna try this um I am um, every night I was going to sleep I had that intention like you know I'm going to lucid dream and yeah. just and so one night it happened I could tell I was dreaming and I was like <gasps> remember your voice saying like just go with it and mm -hmm. I literally it was just as if I was like whoosh, like <laughs> blasted somewhere and all these symbols started coming and then <gasps> fireworks and I was like oh my word this is a bit mental so oh. <laughs> like I could only bear it because it was so different oh. and unique that I was like a wee bit scared then yeah 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 time and it's funny because there there's a show on Netflix I promise I do do other things apart from watch Netflix. <laughs> um, there's another show on Netflix called behind her eyes which everybody's been talking about oh. and it's all about lucid dreaming yeah. and um I find my reaction coming out of the lucid dream, and which has put me off actually, was very similar to the main actress in it. Okay. So would come out of the lucid dream, and it would be almost like as if I was just back in my body, and I would be like, <gasps> you know, yeah. it was. It's a big, intense experience. So that yeah. um, 
did put me off a wee tiny bit, but like I'm 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 re-inspired now to just Yeah. There was about six weeks ago, Joanne, I phoned you up first thing in the morning. Remember I sent you this text and I was like, I was in my bed. I I had been asleep and something I I felt awake, but I was still lying very still on my bed. And I was told I was having an update. And Mm. basically this vibration started from the very top of my spine, buzzing Mm. right down to the bottom of my spine, up and down and up and down as these symbols were coming in. And it was almost like a computer, like, I, yeah. It felt like a download, or an, it would be a download, yeah. yeah. It felt like a download, and I, I, I went with it. I wasn't scared. I, I knew what was going on. I, I don't know how it's what it's downloaded or how it's changed yeah. or whatever, but I knew to accept it. And I got up out of bed straight after the download was complete. And um, I think it was to prove to myself that I wasn't dreaming and that I did experience this, you know, because I was awake enough to know what was happening, but relaxed enough to lie there and allow this unique experience to happen. (laughs) I mean, I've never had anything like that in my life. I hadn't been playing about with lucid dreaming or anything. This literally came at me out of nowhere. Yeah. and then I said to you, Joanne, actually, I'd said, you know, I had a, sort of a really tough couple of weeks after that, you know, and I find my emotions pretty stable, but I really find it was you reminded me, Joanne, you said, you know, maybe that's something to do with that download that happened, yeah. which I mean, what, how would you interpret that? Yeah. yeah, there's powerful things like there's, there's so much of this like world and a, uh, consciousness or forces of energy that we we don't understand you know I always do a thing as well around just like any work that I do so and that includes dreams you know so it's just like a protective kind of so I always like bless and protect you know like space like I I do it as well like before this you know Mm -hmm. so I do it as well especially if if I'm a like you know trying these experiences or you know experimenting with like lucid dreaming or this experience as well you just like pull that protective force kind of around you but there's something about the forces out there are so immense and the magnitude and the power of it I remember having these experiences as a child like with the dreams of going to the you know fly into the infinity you know to the actual edge Mm -hmm. of the world and being overwhelmed by the the immensity of it being scared you know, I got so scared then I'm, I'm coming back and I'm shaking. But there are like lots of the studies recently, you know, and lots of the it was the International Association for the Study of Dreams uh, for me that really flipped my world and just really exploring, say, side dreams, you know, which are like beyond space and time. And it just opened my mind to the whole how real this is, you know, how consciousness is like shared consciousness. It's real. You know, this sense of like, you know, reality as we experience it is actually uh, different to like the underlying reality of life. And we don't know it. I don't think there's anybody that understands these great big forces yet. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like you, Karen, I would I would like uh, trust it, stay open kind of with it. But then when you get like big experiences, especially these big vibration experiences, just really gentle, 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 you know, for the next for the next time because there's something 
when it's vibrating to that level, that's a big. Which, which is interesting because I intuitively have said to you, Joanne, I've been taking work really easy. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I could be so much busier than what I'm choosing to be, which is not yeah. normally like me, but I've went... I know I need space for whatever is coming up for me right now. And, yeah. and you know, I yeah. can only, it was, I'm so glad, Joanne, you reminded me of the download because I was like, that has yeah. to be something to do with what's going on because. Yeah. And sometimes the feeling, like when you had that like download, you know, was it like a, a kind of a clarifying experience or ecstatic experience or was it kind of a exhausting experience? Or I was you know, excited. Even, that was the, I was yeah. so excited afterwards yeah. I, I mean I couldn't yeah. wait to speak you can't speak to everyone about these type of things no. you know <laughs> so I thought who my luckily I've got a brilliant sister who's so open you know to different levels of consciousness and yeah. so I can speak to her and I've got Joanne but yeah. you know I couldn't wait to tell yeah. you know yeah. the both of them look this is yeah. what happened what does yeah. this mean because it was very real it, it happened yeah. you know I'm yeah. under no illusion but yeah and if you remember any of those symbols that were coming you know like that digital thing I'd like record that you know yeah. like I often just make wee sketches and stuff because yeah. the symbols are like symbols are they're so like dense and and uh, like multi-layered and mm-hmm. powerful and ancient and mysterious mm-hmm. yeah so I'd like make a wee record or a wee are we drawn and stuff? I could yeah. talk to you all day. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> really <that. good. laughs> um, is there any books or anything that you would recommend <laughs> if somebody's starting to want to, you know, get a bit more curious about dreaming and and start to expand their knowledge and understanding that you would recommend that um, books or audios or podcasts, Fiona? Yeah, there's lots of like a like different like YouTube videos and stuff. I'm thinking in books. There were like some like basic books, um, like Robert Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, now he's a, a guy who was kind of a Jungian like therapist. So he would come from a Jungian um, perspective and he's written like little books on like uh, inner work, uh, mm-hmm. owning your shadow. Um, mm-hmm. There's also like uh, Robert Moss. He comes from like a kind of shamanic perspective, mm-hmm. but his books are very readable. Um, so you've got like I think it's Dream Gates or what's his main conscious conscious dreaming would be one of his uh, like initial books um, and they're very readable and a lovely kind of introduction for people. Um, there's like Justina Lasley um, and uh, she's just written a book um, waking up to your she, she had a new edition of it like waking up to. Um, to your dreams wake up to your dreams mm-hmm. uh, transform your reality I think that's the the name of the book and um, but that's a nice uh, so Justina's is like a nice simple uh, mm-hmm. kind of starter book uh, for people um, yeah and for people that are really interested in lucid dreaming uh, like Robert Wagner uh, he is also a great guy he's written a book lucid dreaming gateway to the inner self now it's mm-hmm. a it's a you know it's a big read and there's like quite a lot of depth and content to it. But for anyone who's like really interested exploring lucid dreams, that's a lovely, that's yeah. a great book that I, I would recommend for people. So, yeah. Amazon's going to get a hit off me now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely getting that lucid dreaming one. <laughs> yeah. And, and do, you, do you have any like workshops or anything coming up? Or how would somebody, <laughs> you know, what kind of things do you offer just in case anybody was really interested in analyzing a, a reoccurring yeah. 
I do like a range of things. So since lockdown, I've been doing like a one translating work to online and it works remarkably well. So I do like one to one dream sessions. So that's somebody who's like, you know, curious or interested or uh, disturbed or whatever it is about a dream. Um, and those are usually like an hour to an hour and a half sessions that I do over Zoom. Um, I also do dream circles. So they're like usually four week uh, sessions. So it'll be like two hours a week. I work, try and work with intimate groups. So like I usually work with about eight people max to keep it like a really intimate experience. So I have one of those starting on the 22nd of June. So I know it's a wee distance off. Um, I do green dream workshops. That's maybe half day or like full day uh, kind of events. I'm also, like I mentioned, like the um, a member of the International Association for the Study of Dreams. I'm actually the rep as well for uh, Northern Ireland here, if anybody's interested in that. But they have like an upcoming conference in June and I'm going to be presenting um, at the conference. That's their annual uh, global uh, conference. Um, so I'm going to facilitate in a workshop and I'm going to do a dry run of that workshop in advance of it. So on the 11th of May, and that'll be a freebie if anybody's oh, interested. Wow. <laughs> now, it's going to be 12 people max. It's going to be uh, 11th of May, 8 o'clock in the evening to 10 o'clock. And that's going to be focusing on uh, dreams as interconnected consciousness. So it's all being parts of the whole. So there's already some people, I haven't quite advertised it yet. I'm going to be advertising it later this week. But if anybody's interested in that, uh, drop me uh, an email at fionabelleselfdiscovery at outlook.com. Or you can message me on my Facebook page. Um, which is uh, Fiona Bell self-discovery. We'll yeah. put all your links onto the onto our um, own Instagram and stuff as well, Fiona, so that people can connect with you through that. Great, Karen. Thank you. I have really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing your time with us. I am yeah. fascinated and I'm sure I will be at some of your dream workshops now too, because yeah, it's definitely an area of my life that I want to explore a bit more. They've, I've always been fascinated and intrigued by dreams, but never really spent any effort to, you know, yes. understand or delve into them a bit deeper. And now I'm really yeah. excited too. So yeah. thank you so much. Fantastic. Thank you, thank you so much, I'm sure yeah. I've got a lot out of that. So we really appreciate that. Yeah. And thank you, Joanne and Karen, for the opportunity. I, I love any a chance to talk about um, dreams and of course to share it as well so that other people can kind of remember this and reconnect with their own wisdom so thank you both so much and best of luck with the podcast it's great thank you very much you're our first guest on oh i'm honored oh, we've done a couple <laughs> on our own and we were really like thinking what who could we get on that we're going to like it's going to be really exciting and and so you were our first choice oh I'm really <laughs> honored thank you thank you so much Great. um and yeah well this uh recording should be out in a couple I think a couple of days if I could just get my thinking cap on and get the editing done fantastic <laughs> thank you Brilliant. Fiona okay bye Wow, that was a really informative um, conversation that we had there with Fiona. She is so passionate about dreams and consciousness and everything um, in that world. And, and just like, what that lady does not know about dreams. I know. I could just talk to her all night. <laughs> I know. I didn't want to let her go. <laughs> She's so nurturing and lovely. Like, definitely recommend our listeners to go give her a follow and, um, you know, see what she's all about. And you, who knows, perhaps you might 
want to take up one of her workshops or do a one-to-one -one session and you know it's just another way of healing really isn't it Karen? Absolutely and isn't it amazing how you know we were able to recognize how Havening supports actually the, the 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 dream world as well I didn't realize that was going to be relevant. <laughs> no, it's all interconnected isn't it really you know it's the, the higher healing purpose you know which is great so our listeners really enjoyed that yes i hope you've enjoyed it too remember if you like this podcast please share far and wide with your friends and we promise to be back again soon with another new amazing guest Absolutely. thanks, thanks for listening bye